Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, folks. I would like to introduce myself. My name is Pyle. And I am a traveler who also loves to meet people. And I think a blend of both is where this concept of melting pot has come about. In my melting pot series, I will be talking to lots of inspiring people from different parts of the world and also from different cultures, whom I meet during all my travels. The common factor between these folks will be the desire to follow their passion and make it a way of life. So step into this melting pot and enjoy the chats. Hi listeners, welcome to another weekly episode of Melting Pot, a series of fascinating conversations with some very, very inspiring guests from all over the globe, as you've already figured, because I'm into my, what, 53rd, 54th episode. So today I have a very, very special guest. Her name is Suchitra Pillay. Trying to put an introduction together for Suchitra didn't, it wasn't as easy as I thought it would be. Suchitra is an electronic engineer, but by education. But when it comes to profession, she's an actress, which includes both theater and cinema. She's a model, she's a musician, and also an anchor. So thank you so much, Suchitra. I think we'll have to cover every aspect of your profession. In <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Also, you forgot actress in theater, television, film, OTT platforms. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> A, sing, a singer, uh, well, not so much a model anymore. I used to when I started off when I was seven. But um, uh, yeah, a whole bunch of things actually. A whole lots of things rolled into one. That's me. That's and, and I think that I, I think that's that's so nice because it gives you the opportunity to actually explore, experiment. Yes. Uh, different uh, different genres genres that's right yeah. that's right I mean in our kind of business you know it's so important to to have something to do which is so insecure if you're yeah. only going for the acting you yeah. know so yeah. which is why I've kind of had my hand in many pies for for many years you know people ask me why so many things Suchi and I say why not so many things after all there is one life to live and you can give it your best shot why not and touch wood you have a god-given talent yeah. and opportunity comes your way who are you to say no to it you know that's my logic frankly speaking yeah, which is why it's just been a whole plethora of things from yeah, you know yeah. comparing to modeling to radio jockeying uh, you know theater and uh, radio drama and the works basically all of it yeah and I think with everything with every aspect there's a new learning right which yes. is which is also so much fun to to explore so yes, before yes, we get into all of that just a little bit 
your childhood? Where did you grow up? Okay, so I was born. I was born in uh, in in Chennai, but I lived all my life, most of my life, in Mumbai ever since my birth. I mean, I'm Malayali from Kerala, so that's where I'm from. Actually, your surname is is also a Malayali surname, you know. But it's actually not. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, yeah, no. But my cousin sister is is named Nair, but and spelled this way, not oh. N A I R. But yeah. Uh, yeah, she's Malayali. You're not. <laughs> Nevertheless, yeah. So I, right. So I was born in uh, Chennai, brought up entirely in Bombay, a Bandra girl, as I call myself, because I was in Saint Joseph's Convent School in Bandra. I was in National College in Bandra for Junior College. I was in um, the Father Agnes College for Engineering in Bandra. After that, I've lived in London for seven years after I finished engineering. and then back to mumbai in 1997 and uh, ever since then yeah i've been here so that's me so when you what took you to london i got married actually my first marriage in my final year of engineering after i finished my final year it was a whirlwind romance and everything and uh, he lived in england he lived in england which is why i had to move there so soon after i finished my final year that's when i moved to england and that's where it all began frankly by you know uh, it's completely unplanned my life has been completely unplanned but very very interesting and i'm so grateful that i've got to live it frankly yeah no absolutely i completely because my life has been like that as well but it's not about <laughs> it's about you so yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happened uh, clearly you did not pursue electronic engineering in yeah your- yeah you know to work as an engineer after our be degree from india it would have taken me about two more years of study in the uk uh, also <laughs> i was not one of those people like my friends who wanted to go to the states and do their ms and wanted to design other things you know as far as electronics was concerned yeah. i was very happy to let go of the printed circuit boards and you know digital and analog electronics etc soon after yeah i think i'm south indian which is why i kind of did it in the first place you know physics and maths were my favorites but after that i wasn't sorry was there a pressure from the family no, not at all not at all i mean frankly my sister is a doctor i'm an engineer that kind of thing but there, there was zero pressure from our parents you know whatever we wanted to do we would have been able to do if i wanted to choose arts commerce whatever they would have but uh, the only guidance they gave me was that yes you're doing so well in physics and maths there is a course called electronics in the jun- in junior college itself wherein you don't have to do hindi and you don't have to do biology and i knew i didn't want to be a doctor so i was more than happy to give up biology you know as much as my sister knew she wanted to be a doctor that much i knew i didn't want to be a doctor so it was great for me to give up those two subjects and do two papers of electronics instead in junior college and after that after that one was kind of brainwashed into thinking by you know that you you kind of um, you're in that classroom where all these people are studying to be engineers you know in 11th and 12th and you get the marks and uh, i got the marks and i got into an engineering college so it was just like that i was like ha ha chalo kar kar lete you know that type of attitude and managed to get through those four years <laughs> yeah but post that i wasn't one of those people who wanted to continue as an engineer if I, if at all i had it wouldn't be in the technical side it would have definitely be in in marketing and a more people oriented part of it engineering because i can clearly see that you are a people person oh, totally 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 completely okay so yeah. what happened first theater or film film you know actually before film the first thing i did over there i was with a model agency in the uk and they got me you know a few bits and pieces ads here and there etc i was not tall enough to you know model even in india as a fashion model but tv commercials over there i was the token asian face you know imagine with my long waist length hair i was put in a, an ad where i was a girl with a bad hair for alberto vio5 shampoo oh i still remember the director i looked at me and he said what the hell why have you called her because there was this girl with brown mousy hair and she was the main model and there was me with this thick black hair up to my waist yeah. <laughs> up to my hips yeah 
so things like that. It did bits, bits and pieces like that. I did some very interesting things like music videos first, you know, for Oasis. What's the story, Morning Glory? I was in a music video for Apache Indian, Arranged Marriage, one for Bali Sagu, Dil Cheese, which was a path-breaking video, actually. Thanks to that, I got to perform on top of the pops in England because I was not the one who sang the song, but I was in the video. The girl who sang the song was in Pakistan. And uh, he got chosen for Top of the Pops number 20 after many, many years, an Indian song. And at that time, uh, so she was not there. We took her permission and he said, let Suchi front it. And she said, okay, go ahead. So I was miming, I was miming the song, but everybody thought, you know, I was singing the song because I was in the video as well. Right. Bali Sagu somewhere in the background. That was an interesting story, actually, because there was Take That, the group Take That on the next, on, on one stage, there was me in the center. There was everything but the girl on the right. There was Sting, all part of the same show on top of the pops. And I'm standing there thinking, what is this girl from Bandra who has no backing from anywhere doing with all these bloody famous people, you know, all around? Incredible. That's why I say it's been an incredible life, which I've thoroughly enjoyed and no regrets, you know. So I did all of this stuff before. I sang on albums for Chalvin Singh. Cooler Shaker, a British man, two albums on by Rashid Taha, an Algerian artist. And then came actually, you know, it was all I have to admit, it was all a mixture of these things, maybe in the, in the first two or three years that I was there, 91, 92, 93. So, quick question. So did you have any background with singing or music? I trained in uh, Karnatic vocals in Bombay when I was in my teens, but that's it. And I sang a lot in competitions, etc., which in the area that we used to live in, you know, they used to have zonal competitions. I sang there. I sang jingles, etc., for TV. So singing, that was the training. Acting, there was no training. I had just done a few amateur theatre roles when I was 10, when I was 12. You know, Annie, the musical, there was another musical called I Love You, but things like that, which were put up in, in Bombay, you know, which I was in, but never really pursued it. Always interested in dramatics and act, uh, acting and debates, etc. in school and college. But that was the background. And then my life changed when uh, 1993, Jennifer Jaffrey, a casting agent, she, I was working for a restaurant called the Bombay Brasserie at the time. She was run by the Taj Group of Hotels in, in England, uh, in London a very famous place where all the names, uh, you know, would come, uh, pop stars and film stars, etc. I got to meet so many people. I'll tell you some stories about that too. But nevertheless, I was working there at the time and I got a call from this model agency saying, um, listen, do you act? Because uh, this casting director has called us and said she, they need an Indian girl to play the lead in a French film, which is about the dowry system in India, you know? So I said, well, I act. I mean, I like acting, but that's it. So they said, okay, go ahead and just, because you're the only Indian on our books, please go ahead and do this test. So I went to her house and I remember I was in my sari. She gave us two scenes and there were other girls sitting there, all Radha Shada, you know, they're all, they're all uh, trained actresses. Yeah. I remember the girl in front of me, you know, we had these two really intense scenes. And the second one, I had one had to break down and cry and, you know, you're begging for help from this, the French actress in the movie, etc. So intense scenes. And the girl in front of me, I, I remember her going in and I overheard her saying to Jennifer, oh, Jennifer, you gave us only 10 minutes, you know, I, I, I don't really think we can get into the skin of the character, etc. all of this. So I was like, okay, she did her bit and she left. I went in and Jennifer looked at me and she said, uh, how long have you been acting? You know, and I said, oh, this is my first audition. She said, okay, she said, come on, okay, start, you can start, sit down here, let's read. I said, no, I'd like to act out the scenes for you. And she said, sorry. And I said, I'd like to move around and do the scenes for you. You just play the other part. And I said, okay, fine. Keep your script. You can do it. I said, no, I don't want to keep the script. I'll, I'll take it as it comes. I'll just, I, I'll remember what I remember. And otherwise I make it up along the way. 
yeah so she was looking at she said tell me so you really have as i said no it's my first audition she was fine fine go ahead so she was obviously very amused and uh, we started the audition and you know modesty set aside i have to say at the end of that audition i i kind of wasted it because i was like i was crying i was howling naturally and i was at her feet begging for help which was the end of the scene and she i'll never forget her face smile she picked me up and she put me on the sofa next to her and she said now tell me the truth suchitra how many years have you been acting oh my god wow. and i said wow i wow. said no this is my first audition in talent which so i said and she said you do realize this is what you you're supposed to be doing you're made for this so i said man that's something that's an introduction you know to to you are what i'm supposed to do next week i was um, shortlisted with another girl the director came from france the following week i was in sri lanka for 6 weeks staying in a five star hotel shooting for this movie as the lead and i spoke french in school i did to uh, i did a 8 9th and 10th um standard i did french so i knew the language you know i understood the language and i requested that the director your, your dialogues were also in french or in, in french in french english and french mm-hmm. yeah english and french but a lot of french and there's a, there was a there was explanation in the movie why this girl spoke french you know coming from india or whatever but nevertheless i i remember first day of shoot was in, was one of the intense scenes actually which we shot and at the end of that scene was a hospital scene and my director gerard krauzy he came up to me and he said i have to ask you will you do your own dubbing because the way you're acting i don't want it to be lost with the, a dubbing artist and i said i was hoping you would ask yes yes i want to do my own dubbing came back to england did my own you know studied again studied the dialogue went to france did my own dubbing and yeah that was my first film my co-actress actually i don't know if you've seen there's a there's a series uh, right now on the ott platforms uh, emily in paris emily in paris yeah. so the, uh, the 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 owner of the agency in paris uh-huh. that's philippine leroy bolio she was my co-actress way back in 1993 Wow. Yeah, it was first time I was seeing her after '93. Was this suddenly I put Emily in Paris, and I'm like, wow, that's Philippine, <laughs> you know. But wow. that was my first thing, and came back to England. And I think Saeed Jaffrey, who played my dad, Jennifer's husband, he he had sent back reports, I think, to Jennifer. And she, when as soon as I went back, she kind of said, "Suchi, I, you know, I've heard you're you're pretty good at this, and I'm starting an agency. I'd like you to be my first client." Excellent. So she's the one who gave me all the advice. Yeah. about how to go about things over there you know england is very important that you build up your body of work with theater you're taken seriously as an actor when you do that so just a don't rest on your laurels and you have to do a lot of theater i started with children's theater taking the set going to school putting it up doing the play getting up going somewhere else you know there's been really really interesting stories all all along the way and then did lots of radio drama which is huge in the uk you know for the bbc and yeah lots of radio drama which really really um, you know it's it's very interesting for an actor when your face is not there and you have to just do things with your voice you know to make things interesting for people which is why i think that kind of stood me in good stead when i was i've done audio books i've done you know radio jockeying all of that so all of that i think was very important for me to be doing pursuing all of this now and did uh, Yeah, so it was just one thing after another, Pyle. You know, not uh, not planned, but seven years it sort of flowed. Oh, it flowed. Yeah, it flowed. Yeah, it just flowed, and one thing led to another. Kept doing work. I did another English film called Guru in Seven in England, and uh, as I said, so all of these music videos, this that thing, bits and pieces, you know, uh, kept happening. And uh, I, uh, well, I let me tell you one thing, one one other story, which oh. I think might be interesting as far as the acting is concerned. Views with it, one of 
my favorite actors Anthony Hopkins you're listening to a fusion of stories recounted for the first time ever by some fascinating people from across the globe with me Pyle on this very unique and special podcast series melting pot sir anthony hopkins now i worked in this restaurant as i told you the bombay brasserie right and one day just when i joined i was brand new i was 21 or 22 years old you know i just joined my all starry eyed googly eyed about you know stars and this and that coming from bombay my manager comes up to me and says oh there's important people coming for lunch i'll tell you because i was a hostess not a waitress um i'll tell you where you have to seat them da 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 they're regulars and so on and so forth and who comes in anthony hopkins emma thompson and i think it was ismail merchant were coming for a meeting yeah. so i uh, he said seat them at table number 3 this that that so he seated them there uh, normally it's a buffet in the afternoon but he said oh you'll be serving them today whatever the order you know they're special people etc etc it's no okay. cake i was very excited after meeting them and i was introduced oh this is our new this is our new hostess she's so she's here from india blah 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 so uh, this i sit them at the table 5 minutes later this is soon after silence of the lambs pile Okay, so you can imagine how huge yeah. Anthony Hopkins was at that point, yeah. and I have a feeling they were discussing remains of the day or something. If this was the team that had come for right. for the you know for the the meeting, nevertheless, five minutes later, my manager, uh, my manager uh, comes to me and he says, uh, uh, "Please go and tell Mr. Hopkins his raw lamb chops will be ready in five minutes." Yeah, will be. I said, "Sorry, raw lamb chops." What? Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, what, what? What? I mean, hello. Is this because you know maybe he's a method actor, and before the scenes in Silence of the Lambs, he ate raw meat with blood, etc. I'm like wondering what the hell. So go and please, Suchi, go and tell them. So I'm like, oh, okay, fine. They're having. They're still discussing. I said, excuse me, sir, and he looks up at me. Those blue eyes, my God. <laughs> and uh, he looks up at me, and I said, sir, I'm your 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 raw lamb chops with <laughs> me with you soon. He says, okay, thank you, and he gets back to the meeting. I go back and stand at the table. Five minutes later, the head chef calls me into the kitchen. He says, "Please go and serve Mr. Hopkins." He said, "What?" He said, "No, no, please come to the kitchen. Take this plate. This plate had two raw, bloody lamb chops with celery sprigs, etc. Blood on the plate, etc." He said, "Please go and give it to Mr. Hopkins." Right. I was like, "No way. This is not really happening." You know how? How? Who is going to eat this? <laughs> so anyway. curiosity me with my hands shaking you know i'm taking this plate going to going to the table sure enough he looks up at me again and uh, he says yes nice it's a so your 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 raw lamb chops he says okay thank you and i put it back down in front of him i'm really really wondering whether this man is going to eat this or not i wanted to see it i can't just stand there and look at him saying okay eat now so while i'm walking away from the table Like very slyly looking over my shoulder, you know, just to see by some chance, you know, has he started eating it? Very slyly, and then he's looked at me. He's looked at me straight, and he's called me back to the table. And I'm like, no, 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 no. What's happened now? You know, yeah. <laughs> I came back to the table, and I'm standing there all meekly, and he's just staring straight at me, you know, staring with those blue eyes. And I'm like, yes, sir. And suddenly he caught my hand. He kissed my hand, and he said, "Suchita, I'm really sorry. This was a joke we decided to play. I don't really bite." <laughs> and so, can you imagine, Pyle? I mean, oh. Sir Anthony Hopkins, my yes. manager had just gone and said, "Listen, she's new here. Can we have a little bit of fun? This is all brand new to her." And somebody like that—that that stature, you know—agreed in amongst his meeting. Yeah. Okay, let's have a bit of fun. <laughs> you know the humility of the man and all of them had such a laugh at my expense and i didn't know what to do my knees were shaking but what an experience to have now tell me about it you know i mean 
it's it's like i think i want a memory that i will have for the rest of my life obviously but it was just incredible it was just incredible and that's that's what taught me the biggest part of my work in showbiz is humility it is so so important if you if somebody like sir anthony hopkins and emma thompson etc can be so approachable yeah and you just need to go and talk to them and they respond or they do something like this who the hell are you you know sitting here doing something in bollywood or in television or ott platforms to think that you know you're the business and then some you know you need to be grounded and i have i think this was my biggest lesson yeah this was my biggest lesson before i came here and started the actual major acting yeah. you know so um yeah so that's that's definitely one experience oh i'll never forget that's pretty awesome um, <laughs> and and you're absolutely right i mean you know artists of Actors yeah. to, to be willing to and and in their busy schedule, yes, they, yes. they're obviously Absolutely. you know in a meeting and obviously they have a time schedule, probably rushing to the next one. But yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, that's quite amazing. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Tell me, so when you moved back and then you started to uh, yeah, so then the theater. the first thing that actually I got here was a play that I'm still doing now, which we have brought to Singapore, etc. As well, uh, okay. Dance Like a Man. Yes, yeah. which we've I've been doing for twenty three years, it's close to six to six fifty shows worldwide across the globe. And uh, Lilith Dubey, seen it because I'm, my God, that's a play one has to see. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I would want everybody in the world to see that play because it's so it, it translates into any house. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, thirty six percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Get a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify. dot com slash work. Shopify. dot com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sold any generation anywhere in the world. The story. Musical or no, 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 no. It's about two generations of Bharatanatyam dancers. It's a serious play written by Mahesh Datani. Yeah. There's a lot of humor in there in the writing. and that's why it's lasted so long because of the writing and because you know we have given it up uh, all this 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 play um, as you see 23 years the same cast it's kind of unheard of you know it's like the longest running in, uh, indian english play so we've uh, only last year anant mahadevan has joined the cast instead of vijay krishna so there's lilet anant joyce and gupta and me so that's the first thing i got and after that i became a dj at channel b the music channel that too i got the job for myself i'm a general manager at a party I remember I just come back and he had said, "Oh, I'm the GM of a channel called Channel B, etc." And I said, "Oh, it's a great, it's a great channel, but it's your loss because I'm not on it." He said, "Sorry." <laughs> so, I said, "Yeah, yeah, no, it's a damn nice channel. I've watched it, but it's your loss that I'm not on it." He's like, "Who the hell are you?" I said, "You know, I'm an actor. I've come from England, and I'm, 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 um, 
you know, and Bombay said, are you working? I said, no, no, no. He said, okay, put your money where your mouth is. Let's give you a, a screen test. And I did a screen test on the spot. They gave me 10 minutes to create my own show. And they said, we're not giving you any script. Create your own show. Let's see what you have. And two weeks later, I from Hong Kong, there was a call saying that I was chosen. They created Simply South, the, the show for me. And two years of absolute bliss working for Channel B. And in amongst that time, is when I got a few TV shows like Hip Hip Hooray, Margarita, Rahe, Papa. I started doing lots of television then. So I've seen TV as it was then and as it is now with this whole OTT. I've seen the whole thing, you know, 27 years I've been now acting, you know, frankly speaking. I just turned 50 last year. So yeah, another milestone. But um, yeah, so I, I started doing all of that. And then movie-wise, the first thing I did was Basitna um, Sakhab. I was just, I got a little role for Goldie Bell. I did that. I was playing a reporter. But the. Sorry, did you have to actively no. step into. No. Okay. No, I didn't have to do anything. I was just, I'm one of the lucky ones, I would have to say, you know, for people who struggle so much to find some sort of foothold in this industry. Mm. I really have to admit that I'm one of the lucky ones because Goldie Bell, um, his sister, uh, you know, had worked with me when I was a model in Bombay. She was working with a production company and she's the one, I think, who suggested me for this little role yeah. in Goldie's film in Basitna Sakhabe. So I got to work with Abhishek Rani, Jackie Shroff, you know, all of these people. Of course, later I was to work with Rani again for um, Laga Chunri Medag, another film that I did where I played her, her friend. But uh, I did that. And then as far as Dilchata is concerned, Farhan Akhtar was a friend of mine. And he just called me up one day and he said, oh, by the way, Suchi, you're doing this role. I said, sorry. He said, uh, I've decided you're doing this role of Priya in, in my film. Yeah. I said, what is it? Well, he says, oh, it's, you know, this irritating girlfriend, you know, this. And uh, I said, okay, who's, uh, you know, opposite who? And he said, Saif Ali Khan. I said, what? Are you serious? <laughs> Saif Ali Khan was big, you know, at the time. And this movie had Amir and Saif and Akshay Khanna. And I was like, wow. So I said, so when's the audition? And he said, no, 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 no audition. Just come to the office. So I came to the office and sitting in his office was Saif Ali Khan. He just wanted to see how the two of us looked together. And uh, he said, yeah, yeah, you're on. Actually, you know, there's, a, there's, a, there's a jogging scene on the beach. Both of you just stand up and start jogging on the spot. Let me see how you look. <laughs> so that was my audition for Dil Chata Hai. Which, uh, that movie, I mean, everybody still talks about it. Oh, I'm so, so proud. Film. It's an iconic, yeah. I mean, it's iconic film. Kind of um, changed the face of um, Indian the cinema. cinema is made yeah, in no, in uh, in Bollywood. Really yeah. is, and he was 26 years old, Paran, when he did that. You know, directing stalwarts like Dimpal Kapadia, Amit Khan, etc. You know, commendable, yeah. absolutely. For me, he's fulfilling everything that he does, every project that he gets involved in. Mm. It's thought out, and it's yeah, it's 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 wonderful to work with them. Excel also, I mean, the the company which recently I have worked with them again after a long, long time. No, I did Made in Heaven with Zoya Akhtar, which is for Amazon before that. But I just did a brand new project for Netflix, for which Excel and Zoya have produced together. So Farhan and Zoya, for the first time, have produced something together and I'm in it. Is in it English. Already, is it already on? No, no. Post-production yeah. at the moment. It's called Eternally Confused and Looking for Love, an English show which will be on Netflix. So... Wow. And I play the mom of the lead guy, me and Rahul both are the parents. Okay. So yeah, so going back to, so that's where it all started. And it's just been one thing after another from there, Payal, you know. had the op- For a music album, how did that come about? So my first, you know, I sang, as I said, for friends like Talvin Singh and stuff abroad. Yeah. 
and then when i was after i came back here i knew i mean music has always been in my blood it's been my passion it's something that i've always you know loved doing i love performing on stage i love live you know performances etc way back then when i came back 97 i tried one album which was i think a little a little too forward for its time so that didn't really work out there was a company called hmv records at that time which um, you know i was with them and then that didn't work out then next my album an indie pop album called such is life also cheese life Yeah. If you, the way you look at it, yeah, was released in two thousand eleven online, and that was indie pop, Hindi, you know, where I wrote my own lyrics. Ashish Painoli did the music. After that, but my pet project, as far as music is concerned, is ready for release. It's a music album called "The History of Rock and Roll." It's English. I've written the lyrics again, and it has to do with, as the name suggests, the history of rock and roll. And I have to do a few more videos, but it's it's ready for release. and ashish is the music again for it. it was recorded here my vocals were recorded here all the musicians were recorded at rockford studios in england where the beatles yeah. are recorded as well so yeah so it's a fantastic album I'm waiting for people to hear it interesting so out of all the different performing art one is something that you're more inclined towards for the love of it for the adrenaline rush it has to be theater Yeah, it has to be theatre. It's a one-shot thing, you know. While you just stand there, you either get uh, bouquets or brickbats. You don't wait for critical critic reviews, etc. You yeah. don't wait for yeah. to read about how good or bad you were. Yeah. Theatre is definitely the biggest buzz to get that those butterflies in the stomach before you get onto stage. And with Dance Like a Man, twenty-three years later, we still get those butterflies, which is how good that plays. I know. I was actually going to ask you that. Do yeah. you like? performance anxiety in front of the camera yeah. more than when you get on to stage on to stage it would be more when you get on to stage because last minute you suddenly saying oh shit do i remember the lines do i remember this do i remember that you know but when you do a play like dance i mean you can wake me up at 4 a.m and uh, put me on a stage and i'll be able to do that saying which a play like dance like fan none of us have made it monotonous ever we always do something still today we always do something in in some scene to make it interesting for yourself and the co-actor which is a little different from how you did it the last time you yeah. know so yeah. it's interesting uh, that's how we keep that's how you keep it interesting yeah so theater would be you know had, had it paid really well i would choose that yeah. but otherwise i mean the the bigger reach now is of course ott platforms television you know it's great when you you're walking in the underground in london and somebody comes and taps your shoulder and says you know ma'am i've just got to thank you so much for the role you played in this tv serial because it that was my life and i I followed it, and I followed the way that I, your character ran her life, and it helped me. And like, wow, you know, you never when you're in the studio that you're just shooting a a show. Yeah. yeah, you don't think how how much you're impacting. Impact, yeah, absolutely. And I yeah, think impact, yeah. OTT platform. It's also giving. I mean, you of course are a very experienced actress, and you've been around mm. for a while, and you yes, you've done <clears> so many things. current right but there are there's a lot of talent that is actually getting noticed because of the ott platform yes 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 absolutely it's uh, right now thanks to the ott platforms a lot more actors have got a lot more work what's nice is that people are experimentative when it comes to these platforms because they don't have the democly sort of of censorship etc etc you know or trying out new ideas except yeah. no you know as much as uh, you know what you can do on a, a normal tv daily soap yeah. you know so that's interesting there's lots more young directors who are getting their work seen on on platforms and i've been very very lucky by i've been really lucky about 
the kind of work even i've done on ott you know like last year people say how bad was the lockdown i say it wasn't bad because frankly in those you know seven months or whatever i had four releases in during the lockdown you're listening to a fusion of stories recounted for the first time ever by some fascinating people from across the globe with me pio on this very unique and special podcast series melting pot four on ott platforms two on netflix a uh, two on altwala gz5 so netflix was masaba masaba and betal betal was very very interesting for me sharukh khan's company red chilies produced it i played the commandant of a task force who gets possessed you know and it's a four part uh, series which is brilliant really really brilliantly done by patrick graham nikhil mahajan and i remember asking sharukh at the rap party i said what do you think of the look and he said uh, you scared me and he said it's scary so i said like wow great you know and it's not with zombie makeup or anything like that it's just my attitude i mean i turn gray overnight because i'm possessed etc but it's just the attitude and you know the way i look at people etc after i get possessed that people are gone scared you know so that those two releases had two releases on all balaji kehne ko hum safar hai which i've been doing for 3 years and bebaki a new show and after lockdown uh, from september to december i did a whole lot more again for ott platforms which will all be released this year file you know i've got as i said it's only confused for netflix there's another show which may go to netflix someone or by shad ali which is called my agent the show which is on netflix at the moment a french show which they bought the rights of so the hindi version of that i did a show for goldie behel again hello mini that's going to be season 3 for mx player i've done a malayalam movie called cold case with prithvi raj in it I've done uh, an English movie called Culture Vulture. This is all between September and December. <laughs> I've done a, an English film called Culture Vulture, yeah. uh, directed by uh, Sudesh Kamath. I started a new show for Amazon Prime. Okay. Yeah, that's um, that'll also be out uh, this year. It's called Best Seller. She wrote. I'm uh, doing season two of Made in Heaven for Zoya Akhtar. I hopefully, fingers crossed, will be season two of Bebaki as well. I love the show. That's for Alt Balaji. I am. also fingers crossed up for uh, another film let's see so yes it's been a mixed bag but uh, lovely hell do you find time <laughs> i mean it's like i'm i'm just boggled yeah that you you've been doing the past few months. yeah no i've uh, yeah i know it's 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 a lot to do with time management Yeah. I'm also very lucky that I have a, a husband who really knows how to hold the fort when it, you know when I'm not around work wise he always has been the one to kind of help me out even when my baby was still very small uh, you know when I take off to America to shoot a film etc I've done two hollywood films um I ask actually because I read yeah. about those two hollywood films and yes. one of them was a horror film right yes for 20th century fox Yeah. It's called the other side of the door. Yes. It was released all over. Actually, you guys, it was released in Singapore, etc. Um, it had uh, me and Sarah Wayne Phillips, the one from Prison Break, Walking Dead, Colony, Council yeah. of Dads, and Jeremy's sister, who was in Law and Order. Uh, there were just uh, both of them, two kids and me, were the main people. Yeah, I played a sixty-five-year-old housekeeper in that one. Yeah. Scary film. Yeah. Every time there's something to do with a kid in a movie, who's a part of the thing, it always becomes really scary. So. <laughs> <laughs> so we shot we shot in Bombay, but um, like after that, called Valley, right? The Valley, the Valley. yeah, the Valley, very very special to me, Pahel, very special to me. Two thousand sixteen, a film with me and Ali Khan and other actors from the USA. It's uh, why it's extremely special to me. Is it won me my first award after for my first two awards after twenty um, five years in the industry altogether, you know. And there, let me show show you. It's up there on my where's my 
You can see. Can you see? There is my awards. <laughs> you can see Why don't you have them all the way up? So <laughs> you need to be displayed. No, 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 no. That's showing off. I don't want to show. <laughs> Subtly in the background. In the background. Yeah. But yeah, I won Best Actress in Long Island. and uh, at the Milan International Film Festival for for the valley a movie which is very very sensitive first time director sela kariat from california to, and it deals with a topic that is very very important teenage depression and i played the mother of the girl who commits suicide and it's our search for what happened and why it happened her parents you yeah. know and they're from silicon valley very rich people and how they don't have time for their kids etc and how each one whether it's the father the mother the sister how they all start blaming themselves for not being around for the silly girl who was 16 who kills herself you know so intense film very intense film but i gave it my heart and soul and i just loved being in that movie and i think that showed and that's why it kind of garnered me the success so you know the the yeah the awards that it got so yeah so i would really love to do a hell of a lot more across the seas you know but then again there's responsibility of family and kid and etc but I never say die, you know. Little things will come up when they're supposed to come up. Yeah. Supposed to come up. I mean, I absolutely agree. You just have to, and and in your case, you've not really yeah. wait. Things have just yeah. in your lap, and you know, you've just made. Yes, 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 absolutely, yes. So you have a daughter. Yes, um, she's thirteen now. She's thirteen. Okay. Yeah. And I, I think it was one of your interviews where you mentioned that she. You know, there was something about her walking, her walking with you on the red carpet. Yeah, and, <laughs> and she's also said things like, "You know, Mom, are you playing a negative role again?" Mm. <laughs> so, oh yeah, in this yeah. one was every time she comes with me for a rehearsal, somewhere the first thing is she'll go to a director. Yeah, she say, oh, "Is my mother playing a negative role in this one too?" <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so why do you have to be bad? So you know. Said well, it's good to be bad. I put it that way, you know. It's, and as long as you bring different layers to bad characters, it doesn't matter whether you're playing a bad character in two or three projects at the same time. You know, it doesn't. It's yeah. up to the actor to kind of make it interesting. Yeah. So she wants to get into cinema. She's definitely, she's definitely creatively inclined. I can see it now. She sings like a dream. She is. Uh, she dances beautifully. And acting, she hasn't really been on stage acting yet, but I can see it in her, you know. And uh, she's a complete clown like me and my husband. There was no hope for her. <laughs> but she's a child who, who uh, you put her in a room of sixty-year-olds or six-year-olds, she's just as comfortable. Yeah. She's a very open person. She's an extrovert. She really knows how to entertain people. She's genuine. She's genuine, and she has a heart of gold. And she's very em- empathetic. So you know, uh, touch wood. I think we. We've got ourselves a winner here, so let's see. Yeah, let's see where it goes. I mean, I'm sure, you know, she's she's gonna. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, as you mentioned, that's for sure. This, yeah, this red carpet thing that she was much younger than she is now. She must have been nine or ten. Yeah. And they said, "Oh, let's talk to Anika first. And what do you think? I was nominated for those awards yeah. for a TV show, Best Negative Actress or whatever. Yeah. And uh, she, <laughs> they said, "Oh, what do you think, Mom? Um, she, and uh, how do you feel being here?" And she, I really love, I really love walking this red carpet because there's so many cameras and there's so many people, and I really love it. And I was like, "Wow, that's you know, that's definitely a sign of somebody who wants to be an actor." So I definitely think she is going to be one. In the making, and you know, I think yeah, no. And today, I think the kids have so much opportunity. So much. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so much more training, etc. You know, they have the those kind of opportunities as well, which is why 
Fonica, I would love, you know, I have singing class. She has singing class that she used to go for dance class. Um, when it comes to the acting, if she needs any help over there, I would love to give it to her yeah. in any which way that one can. Yeah. And when it comes to her education, further education, etc., it's not like we are not like how our parents used to be. You know, I'm very, very, very clear about her that to her that she has to have a proper full-on education. Yeah, choose whatever subjects you want, whatever we will see to it that we give that to you. I will not have you, you know, not doing school and college and and then deciding what I said. I became an engineer and then I did what I wanted to do. So. Similarly, education is very, very important. Once that is there, you've got that under your belt, then go ahead and do whatever else you want. And then you have wings. You can yes. fly. I mean, I yes. think, and the more you encourage, like my daughter, she mm. is a professional tennis player. And, oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And then unfortunately had a couple of serious injuries. Injuries. Yeah. And she had to be, she had surgeries between the age of 16 and 18. And so that... Ow. But she was playing professional tennis. And so our role was to encourage and support. And, and that's it, you know. And, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and not say, oh, my God, you can't be doing this, can't be doing that. No. Yeah. Yeah. For you. It's about, yeah, it's about gauging your child's potential. You know, you see it in over the years. You see it. Yeah. And I mean, people who look at Anika, I mean, they look at her and they straight away say, I mean, she is so talented. You know, they hear her sing and they say, my God. Uh, you know, she's got a, a unique, unique voice. This is not like an Indian child singing, you know, she could be singing in Hollywood for all you know. And that, that's, she's really sings that well, you know, without any training. So when you, when you kind of gauge what direction that they, they want to go, it is up to us to kind of give them that, you know, that stepping stone or that bouncing board wherein they can take off from there. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, you were mentioning that, you know, as, as a family, you somehow have managed to work yeah and complement each other and I think that my husband has been like a rock of Gibraltar I mean you know throughout as I said there are times when I'm really really hectic I'm shooting a lot of the time I, I to go out of out of town etc but he's I've always had that confidence that Anika would be taken care of because of him you know because of him being around yeah so he's played that very very major role as far as giving her the strength of knowing that you know one parent is around we're not just keeping her with some maid all yes. of the time. Well, and it's been so much fun chatting with you, Suchi, as I know that yes. the refers to you. Yeah, as everyone calls me Suchi. Chitu is my pet name at home, but Suchi is what more people call me. Yeah. <laughs> so wonderful talking to you, Suchi. My pleasure entirely. My pleasure entirely. Thank you for having me on The Melting Pot. It's been really good fun. And I hope uh, when I come there, I, I, I get to meet you yeah. soon. Yeah. Whether you come to Singapore or I come to Mumbai. Yeah, absolutely. Please do stay in touch and yeah. and we, we will definitely meet soon. Will do. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, lots of love. Lots of love. Thank you so much. Thank Bye. you, listeners. Thank you for tuning in. Bye. Bye. Listening to Suchitra's achievements was so incredible. And the Anthony Hopkins story was absolutely hilarious. Looking forward to seeing so much of her this year. Hope you enjoyed the chat as much as I did. For more weekly conversations, do listen to Melting Pot on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts. Follow us on YouTube and on Instagram at Podcast Melting Pot. And until the next episode, this is Pyle signing off. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 